Well, hey, what's up, Pastor Rich? And I uh, just want to welcome you guys to the short form podcast for this past Sunday's message. Uh, in short, uh, I see what I did there. In short, uh, the short form podcast is just our way of taking Sunday's message and condensing it down uh, to a five to seven minute version of the message for those of you who maybe don't have that long of a commute to work or maybe sometimes not as much time to listen to our full uh, form podcast, which is also posted within iTunes and Podbean as well. And so that's just our way of doing that. And so we want to thank you for listening. Hey, um, yesterday we talked about the issue of, of peace and uh, kind of the precursor to our conversation was the fact that in our world right now, uh, even if we go back 12 weeks ago to the pandemic, to everything happening right now, especially recently uh, with the issues of racism in our nation, uh, we felt uh, and I felt it was really best to kind of talk about uh, the peace and really the peace that, that is really promised to um, to every believer that calls on the name of Jesus Christ. Now, the, the thing about this is when you look at Scripture, the Bible says in Luke 21, 25, Jesus here is speaking and he's talking about these signs and these things that are going to be happening in the last days. And, and two of the things that stood out to me in my reading time was the fact that Jesus said on earth there would be distress of nations. And then it also says uh, there would be perplexity. In verse number 26, it talks about how men's hearts would be failing them from the fear of expectation of those things which are to come. And you you read this passage and you just kind of go, man, it seems like these are issues that really begin to rob people of peace. And the thing about peace is it's, it's such a powerful thing that, that every person needs. Because if we, re, if we remember the words of Jesus, Jesus said, in this world you will experience trouble, but take heart, I've, I've overcome the world. If you've been living for any length of time, which you obviously have, you will know that there are so many things that are pulling at our lives and so many things that tear down, uh, so many things that, that hurt, that, um, that it's easy for people to step away from the peace of God, which is promised, and begin to walk in fear, or walk in anxiety, or walk in doubt, walk in anger, frustration, all of those things that we see going on right now in our world. And so a thing that we talked about yesterday is is really a kind of a big idea of the message, and it's really this. It's that peace is a promise from God for us. It's a, it's a promise that God makes. At the end of our time today, I'm going to read a, a passage of scripture from you from Peter in the New Testament uh, that, it, that is worth noting, but peace is something that, that God promises for you. And the Bible has so much to say about peace. In Romans 14, 17, it says, for the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So that word peace is there. In Romans 15, 13, now may the God of all hope fill you with all joy and peace that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Obviously, the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, is joy, and then thirdly, it is peace. And a scripture that really stands out to me because it shows the power of what Jesus did on the cross is Isaiah 53.5, that he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquity, and then it says this, the chastisement for our peace was upon him. So we need to understand that that if we do not walk in the peace of God, uh, we are we are literally giving up one of the major benefits of the cross and the atonement and the reason for Christ's suffering. And so we have to understand that the cross and what Jesus did there is a promise that gives us peace. And I love John fourteen twenty seven. It says, "Peace I leave with you, and my peace I give to you, not as the world." gives do I give to you? So so Jesus here is saying is that I can give you peace. Not, the world can't give it to you. The world can't give you what you're looking for in peace. 
but I can sure do that. So here's, here's, a, here's a few things that we need to know about peace that we talked about. Number one, we need to know that God guides our lives with peace. He guides our life. He directs it. Colossians 3.15, let the peace of God rule in your heart. Now that word rule literally means to umpire. So in other words, the peace of God says when you're safe and the peace of God says when you're out. The peace of God calls a foul. <laughs> the peace of God says no, things are good. The peace of God will guide your life. It will help you make decisions. Secondly, hey, there you go. There's a notification. Uh, secondly, we need to note that our hearts and minds are protected by peace. Philippians 4, 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. So the peace of God protects our mind. It helps our thoughts. Thirdly, the peace of God or our peace is a proof of our witness for Christ in a world that is, is battered, in a world that is bruised, in a world that is hurting, in a world that is lacking everything but peace. Something that can separate you from the crowd and cause people to wonder is the peace of God. I love Matthew 5, 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. So here's the deal. That's what we need to know about peace. Now, what do we need to do about this issue of peace? Number one is we need to submit our mind to Jesus. Everything starts with what we think. If you think it, you tend to believe it. And if you believe it, you begin to speak it. And if you begin to speak it, you begin to walk it out. So we need to let um, our minds be subjected to God and God's word. If anything comes in and it's not of God, we need to take that thought captive, give it over to Christ and walk in peace. Secondly, to help us with peace, we need to practice consistent faith-filled prayer. We need to be people of prayer. Isaiah 26.3, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. And when our mind is, is in prayer and is praying faith, the peace of God, uh, it, just, it just begins to say, and, and, and I, I love Philippians 4.6 because it even talks about, you know, um, everything in prayer with supplication and even thanksgiving. And so in our times of prayer, we're thanking God for the good things that we have. Um, there's a there's a there's a Thanksgiving that comes, and then lastly, um, we, we need to know that day we need to have a, a daily dependence on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Here's the thing: Did you know that the Holy Spirit loves when you bring your weakness to Him? The Bible says in Second Corinthians twelve nine, He said to me, "My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect." In weakness, therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So we need to understand that that we can get prayer, that when we pray and we feel it full of faith, that we walk in peace, that we can have a daily dependence upon God, that we got to change our mindset, and the peace of God will rule. Now, let me read this last scripture to you, and then we'll close. Second Peter chapter one verse two: Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God. And of Jesus our Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that you might be partakers of that divine nature. So what that scripture is saying is that God has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Peace is one of those. And here's the challenge, that we would be partakers of that peace. Friend, I'm here to tell you the peace of God is a promise. So you're, if you're listening to this and you're battling and there's some things in your life that are not of God that are robbing you of your peace, as we conclude this time, why don't you take some time just to pray, just to give it to God 
and receive the peace that is promised. We sure love you. God loves you. We'll see you next week. God bless.